Okay, hello again. We're talking about the architecture concept. And at the end of the day, the architecture concept relate to the building type. And we're dealing with a particular building type, which is um, an empowerment center with educational facilities or programs for homeless, stateless, and street children. So actually the point here is the um, empowerment center and educational programs. When we talk about homeless, stateless, and street children is to be the user. So the architectural concept that you come up with at the end of your project would need to reflect the building type. We need, we need to embody, you know, would need to actually, how do you, your concept, if it's strong, it will suggest um, some sort of peraquan uh, or people will validate. Who are those who are validating it? The persons who are validating it is your examiners, your assessors, your tutors, your peers, not necessarily through the grading system, but within yourself, within your friends or other students who will look at your, your design and they will say, yeah, this is a good design for empowerment center with educational programs. You can also present this concept, your design, to the children themselves or to, you know, people like Puan uh, Siti Rahayu of Buku Jalanan to validate, to verify that your concept is a good one. I said earlier that concept relates to the model. So when we talk about model, we, it's close to the word precedent, you know, you, it, it's not easy, yeah, because uh, you don't find, I don't see from any of you um, a specific precedent that is exactly like what you're doing, right? Empowerment center with educational programs for homeless, stateless, and street children. Because this is one of the things that is a challenge to you because of challenging why this, this concept is challenging, challenging for you to come up with is because there is no example, a specific example. It could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, but some examples that you've shown are schools, uh, you know, even houses, even uh, public buildings or other centers or galleries, because there's certain other, there are, other, there are things in these precedents that shows a material sense or constructional sense or space spatial configuration or whatever ideas that you, you, you sort of look into architectural language or you look into architectural design principles or you look into um, something that is the, the sense of space, the sense of volume, the use of material, how, uh, you know, 
And some of you look into traditional architecture, like a vernacular uh, architecture, such as the Malay traditional house or the shop houses, and even public spaces, such as the five foot way and the streets. So these are models. Basically, they all belong to the word model or, you know, examples for you to actually uh, analyze and help with your design. And the interpretation of the brief and the interpretation of whatever you researched, whatever you look at models or precedents, as they call it, you sort of um, develop, you know, your drawings based on your plan sections and elevations and 3D and 2D drawings, including exonometric and models. You just had feedback and your feedback mostly uh, you had feedback with your tutor. So if you had feedback with other people, um, there are pros and cons. You could get much uh, another take on it and it could be much better, you know. Uh, at the level you are in, maybe you you feel that second year, you just have to go and listen to the tutor and that would be the safe, the safe way of doing it. And you would think, oh, you could be like... Um, a bit worried that another tutor is going to comment or external critics are going to comment. Yeah, they usually would comment. And what they do is actually provoke uh, what they say would somehow affect you um, uh, because you think, have I been doing it wrong all this while? Something like that. But uh, this is not an unnatural thing. This is a natural thing in the design process. Uh, learn to embrace um, all these things because the more you, you talk about your, your design to others, it, the more interesting the conversation is going to be. It's not like a scared thing, you know, like being afraid you make mistakes or something like that. The architecture design process should not be, um, it is nervous because, you know, there's a mystery. Not sure, not clear what's going to happen next. Because that, that's the way it is, the architecture design process. And then if you're going talk to others, you're thinking they might laugh at you or they might think you're, you know, any less than clever and whatever, you know. So that is part of being a designer and trying to actually um, discover things and being better at it as your time goes on. So, yeah, going back to the building type, your concept must relate to the building type. Yeah, we're going back to the idea of the architecture concept. And the word concept, uh, some people would, wouldn't want to, to talk to you about the word concept, just that naturally you, 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 they would, there is a, 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 um, a, to, a teaching approach that would just ask you to do this next, to do this next, and then voila, you have something. They, uh, some tutors, I know they're very close tutors of mine. They don't want you to, even at the fifth year level, they don't want the student to uh, get caught up with the word concept. But the reason my approach is that I would like you to know the word concept because the more familiar with you with words, yeah, the more familiar you are with words and the more familiar with the, uh, the English language um, about all this, uh, anything, anything to do with, with the words that people use. Now, I want to tell you something that you may feel that you may be surprised. Not all people understand about the word concept. Not all tutors or lecturers actually understand the word concept. Sometimes they confuse concept with ideas. 
So the general way of looking about it is that the ideas that you have in your design, the sum of the ideas that you have in your design, the idea about the roof, the idea about the void, the idea about the wall, the idea about the space, whatever idea, those ideas, the sum of it, create your concept. So that's a safe way of thinking about concept. And if your critique, maybe your assessor, external critique or whoever asks you, what is your architectural idea? They're basically saying architectural concept. It's just the mastery of the English language. And you actually, I actually had to block this thing for 10 years already. I've been looking at the word concept because I myself was trying to find out What's the difference between concept and scheme? What's the difference between concept and ideas, you know? So I can clearly and safely say to you now, based on the word concept that I've looked into all these definitions in, in dictionary, whatever, right? That concept is, is, is something that is, could be not tangible, it doesn't have to be an object, but why I give you the object examples, yeah? I give you the object. The word concept is, can be used in sociology, in medicine, in engineering, in arts and humanities. The word concept is free to, to be used by anyone. But what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it simpler by saying that, that, you know, like I said just now, the lamp that is shining on my face is a concept. The, the iPhone is a, uh, or the, the smartphone is a concept. The uh, microphone is a concept. The, the mug that I'm drinking my coffee from is a concept. The door, the window, the bedroom, the room, whatever room and living room, kitchen is a concept. You know, uh, housing is a concept. So, so the word concept is so many. Okay, yeah, but just now I was talking about the car, the, the Prodoa Maivi is a concept. And then if I were to say more about Prodoa Maivi, I would say it's a good concept because it's affordable and it's kind of big, you know, and um, a lot of people buy it. Uh, so, and even the sporty sort of person who wants to race also buy, uh, not good to race on the highway with the Prodoa Maivi, but uh, they will put like, uh, I don't know, those things, fittings, yeah, or additions to the car that makes it look really sporty and be more dynamic. So, um, although people really like the Mercedes-Benz, but not many people can buy a Mercedes-Benz, yeah? So, the motorcycles, there's a variety of motorcycles. So, a motorcycle itself is a concept, but... There are a variety of motorcycles. The car is a concept. There are a variety of cars. So is all the other objects I mentioned. So is it a good concept? That's one thing. So that's why I was saying in terms of affordability, Perodua Maivi is a good concept. Yeah, because there is a context when I talk about it based on affordability for majority of people that can buy Perodua Maivi Therefore, that car model is a good concept. So here we have you doing uh, empowerment and educational program, uh, something like a school, something like a community center, community engagement, um, you know, 
there are a variety of things that, that was uh, given to you in the brief for you to, to, um, to deal with at this level and to, to master at this level and come out with a concept, a concept which is basically this empowerment center with educational program. But of course, there are nine or eight of you and uh, in this group, and you have different concepts. But whether your concept is strong enough is what would make you um, get a good grade, you know, an excellent grade, in fact. And how do we in architecture design as an architectural designer to be, to be an architectural designer can actually show the concept very well. Okay, just like a car, right? If you wanna buy a car, right? Um, um, you click on the link, Rodoa Myvi, you were thinking of, or maybe the other cars that are similar to that, um, you know, and maybe you have a price range. And then you, you, you go into the specification, you go into the interior, you look at the dashboard, you look at how much liter per gallon, uh, sorry, how many uh, liter uh, in one kilometer or, you know, how long it can last and whether it's economical, just like that. Your concept would have those points. You know, if you are designing a car and, and yours is similar to a Pro Dua Maivi, which a lot of people buy, your concept of a car, then you have all these things that people want to buy. It's the same with architectural design, right? Uh, that's why when, when we talk about architectural design, it's not like um, a mystery. How come uh, these people can score, you know? No, everybody can score. Everybody can, can be good at architectural design. Everybody can educate themselves skillful enough. It's a drawing skill. The drawing skill is number one skill as an architectural designer. You can draw the 3D, you can draw the interior, the section, the elevation, the, you know, you can do, you know, some people in the, some lecturers, they ask for animation or visual uh, animation or some sort of a, uh, a walkthrough. I, I don't ask for that because I think the students are still doing the design. So you have to have a bit of time for the students to do the animation. But in, in, in the fifth year, they have lots of it. Even in the fifth year, I, I didn't ask my students to do it, but there's another unit that asked to do it for a couple of weeks or a week, you know. But it, it's sometimes if, the, if the, the concept is not good enough, and you do an animation, it doesn't make anything interesting. I mean, it's okay, you know. What you can do in, in, in static 3D drawings is good enough to show the concept or the model. So that's why um, this drawing up process, this production work is so important because like doing a product, uh, uh, getting the, the concept of Produa Maivi, or some interesting con car, you know, that is sellable, that people like, you know, it, it's, um, they have to produce it, right? They have to make a mock-up out of it. So then the investor will come, yeah, we will make uh, a million or thousands of, of, of this because it's gonna sell. It's similar, it's a similar sort of uh, 
way of thinking about architectural design concept because as long as your architecture design concept suit to the purpose of the empowerment center with educational programs. And the clue of it is for the homeless, stateless and street children. I don't think your concept, your concept you keep on thinking about yourself as the user or thinking about a notional general idea of children, but not homeless, stateless street children, you may score. But in reality, your concept or model was not very good in terms of fulfilling the, the most important things, you know, the most uh, critical, critical, they call it. When we talk about critical architecture, critical architecture, you know, when, when, when um, uh, you actually uh, explore, uh, they say in Malay is kupas, eh? you kupas the issue, explore the context or the understanding of the people, you know, so um, you understand the homeless, stateless, and street children. And it, this, the design that you did was have those ideas of the nature of these children. Are these children different than other children? You know, to be honest with you, I can never relate to the homeless, stateless, street children because I never was in that situation. I can relate to a disabled children because I am disabled. You know, maybe you cannot relate to a disabled children or disabled people, but I can relate somewhat, right? So the point I'm trying to tell you is that architects, they may come from whatever background, but they have to, they have to relate to the user. Apart from the client who pays for, to them or pay for their work, if they were designing a community sort of building like this, like the kindergarten for children or older person, old folks home, whatever, you got to relate to them somehow. So in the last couple of semesters, including this one, this is, we were, you were dealing with you, the user, and you had to let go of your preconceived idea of what the design should be um, in terms of thinking that is generally for children, you know, generally like a school. If you were designing generally, actually, to be honest, this is the first time you ever designed a school, and if you design generally, is fine, but you have to accept it that that's all you came up with and you just have to produce the drawing and move on to the next project in the third year and thereafter. So you have to create a design that is complete. Now that is a, in order for you to pass this semester, you have to complete. So that your drawings. Therefore, I would like you to um, have that in mind that you've got to complete your drawing in terms of the line weight. Uh, Dr. Haas reminded you is one is 200. So the line weight is used with all the dotted lines and, you know, the arrows for the staircases and, and whatever that is necessary to make your concept, even if it's just a concept, not even, you know, uh, going into the stateless uh, street children or whatever, just a concept as a building design, it fulfills the, the, what is required for this semester. In that case, if you manage to fulfill, the grade will be about B upwards. But um, you could score an A even with just a fantastic architectural concept because um, it is not, um, it is, 
being graded by four people, the minimum, with the help of external critiques. But uh, for some of us who look at your work, who look at other people's work, um, you know, it's not only you guys, eight of you guys, there are other people, right? Uh, 39 people. I have seen A projects, projects that are A, but it shouldn't be an A, but that's my opinion. At the end of the day, what is evaluated through the official official or the, pro, uh, the official way, manner, is uh, subject to different interpretation of grading. So therefore, I, I would like you all to know this, and I would like you all to learn about this idea of evaluating something. It doesn't matter if Dr. Nazi gave a B plus and uh, another tutor give an A or another tutor give an A minus, it doesn't matter. What matters is the student. If, if you complete this work, not thinking about the homeless, stateless and street children, you just complete it despite of all the difficulties that you have come across this semester, the problems that you may or may not have at home, the problems, other problems, you can grade yourself for this um, experience of this project. You, it's, it's not important about me, it's not about what I grade you, because I don't know your problem. It's not important what other tutors grade you, no. It's important that you grade yourself. And it's important that now on, if you haven't done it, you grade yourself. You grade yourself for the next project in the third year. You grade yourself all your life. You the one who is most matter when it comes to evaluating your own self and your own work. If it happens that what you grade your, your, yourself, just say, I think I got an A, uh, you know, if you grade yourself and the other people who actually officially grade you, I think he, he or she should get an A. Then yay, brilliant. All of us think it's an A. But if the other, if your tutor said, no, it's a B or a C, you know, but in your hearts of hearts, I've got so, I had to go through all sorts of things. In my opinion, I did, even though I did, four perspectives, but the lecturer does not care about my four perspective, or they don't see how much work I've in, I've done, I will grade myself an A. And that is the most important thing in your life or ever, you grading yourself. So, okay, having said that, because I need to motivate you because I've learned that lesson myself that I needed to grade myself as early as the third year when I was in the third year in UTM, I learned how to grade myself and it helped me a lot in life. So by grading yourself, how do you come about actually grading yourself and knowing how good you are doing? You know, um, it's because you worked hard for it. You, you actually uh, invested a lot of time and, and there were other struggles, you know, Learning is a whole thing. Learning is not a, a pocket. Or learning is not separate from life. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, you can separate yourself from the neighbors screaming at the children or something, you know, 
You can't. You can hear that. So it's a. It's not a pocket that is like you're in some des deserted island alone. No, you are with with everything around you and manage to come up with your design. Before you congratulate yourself, finish it up. You know, finish up your work. And I'm all I'm trying to do today is um, focusing on the word concept. Now, okay, a quick recap of the word concept again. A quick recap, yeah? So we have a door. A door is a concept. What does it mean by a door is a concept? So when you're doing plan, you have a door. And then you have several doors. You have like a swing door, a sliding door, you know. This is a sliding door. This is a swing door. Or then you can, you want to have the whole thing open, maybe open door, maybe uh, it can swing both sides. But one thing a door does, there is a, another thing which is different than a door. This is an elevation of the door. This one, I'm showing an elevation of the door. This is the ground. So another thing that a door does is this is a space and there are equipment in here, a bedroom, a cabinet or whatever, a bed or something or whatever it is. And you need to lock the door, right? But if it is like a public space, and then it is not called a door, it's called an opening or a gateway or access, you know? Just say this space, anybody can come into here, you don't have to lock it. And one important factor is it doesn't have the leaf of the door, a door leaf. It doesn't have that cupping atau benda yang you can close and not and you know you whether you can lock the door is something else whether there is a handle and there is a key is something else so the door has a leaf the door has a, a lever to open it maybe it's a handle if it's a if it's a sliding door a handle or maybe you just push it but there is always a leaf and then there's a certain height a door has a certain height a door has a certain width so that you can enter. It's not too small, you know. So this door is a concept of a door. And the concept has to have this ingredient. You're able to open. There's a leaf. There's, a, there's a enough space to enter. And, you know, that's basic. Whether to lock it, whether you can lock it is a, a plus. So um, a door, um, like the Perodua Maivi, which is a car, different than other, maybe some car is a hatchback, can open from the back, some is a sedan. So a car is a concept, but you know, this particular door can have many other things added to it, which makes it a different concept. Oh, I want people to be able to look to the other side, so I make a glass. I want uh, this uh, door to be open. Um, it can be lifted and it can be folded something, you know, uh, whatever, you know. So there are, base, there are things additional to it that makes it a different concept to others. So in our class, we have the concept of the Empowerment Center Educational Program. Different people approach different way. Some start with urban farm. Some start with recycling. Some start with a drama. Some start with a, 
um, uh, whatever things that they started with, um, music and some, you know, whatever, that's fine. Because you needed to explore the design. But whatever you end of it, it ends up as an architectural drawing. And it has to be a concept that I can, we all can buy at the end of the day, clear enough, comprehensive enough, readable enough, enjoyable enough for us to actually feel what the concept is like with your perspectives, with your models, you know. The models, it will help because then we understand the 3D and maybe the daylighting effect or whatever. Even that in elevation, you can show your um, shadow casting and how your passive energy and uh, design with the, the louvers and energy uh, cast, you know, uh, passive energy design and louvers or horizontal vertical or overhangs or whatever devices, courtyard devices, you know, or you have a design that is like a donut and has cross ventilation. So these set of drawings has to be completed in the production stage where we can, we can know your concept very well, right? So the word concept, do not be afraid of the word concept, use the word concept. And if people ask you, what is a concept? Oh, a concept has to fulfill the basic design problem. Let me write that down for you. A concept fulfill or answer fulfills two L or one L. The basic design problem. And then you're asking yourself, oh no, design problem. Pula. Design problem is another word that you have to be familiar with. The basic design problem is the building type. The building type is the basic design problem. Because design problem or problems that you have to solve was given to you in a brief. The design problem was how many square meters that you have to design. This is the site and then you have to do a site analysis. And then it has to be two stories and then whatever not, you know, it has to be for the street children. So that is all the design problem. So the concept fulfill the basic design problem. You know, when people say problem statement, uh, problem statement, design statement, whatever statement, whatever problem, you know, before you can find a solution, which is through your concept, your scheme, your scheme is a solution. You have to identify the design problem. Some design problem is given to you. Some design problem is made by you. I tell you the design problem that you have made for yourself. Huh? Okay, get this. Urban farm is a design problem. Uh, uh, what is it? Recycling is a design problem. Uh, drama, music, all a design problem that you create, that you have to fulfill for your design. You yourself create the problem. In architecture, in architecture, uh, it's what we do. 
So the more you don't create the problem, the easier. If you say you get a client, eh? hello, Matt, uh, I want you to design my house. Huh? Uh, okay, what's your budget? Uh, my budget is uh, half a million. All right. Uh, uh, I have my mother, my father, my wife, my three children living in there. Uh, how many bathroom, uh, bedroom is that? Father, mother can sit together, he and she. Uh, oh, four, four or five bedroom. And you, you decided to do a mat. A mat. A mat. Well, a mat one and mat two. Eh? A mat. Uh, can I do a sustainable concept? Can I do a music room for you? Can I do like landscape, like ala Bali, tropical architecture? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, my budget is 500,000. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. You create the design problem. Matt only asks for the basic, but you add. You want to do the Bali style. You want to do the music room. You want to do tropical architecture. You create the whole problem. Lah. You create design problem. It's okay. It's good. Because you want to work with this design problem so that you, can, you feel good about it. You feel good about your design because you're going through this, this phase, this experiment of your life. Maybe you're a young designer. Wow, I want to do this best project ever. But then you have to budget for 500K because if it's like going to be 550,000K, your client is not going to like it. Your client won't, won't be happy with you. So... You know, you have your budget for the contractor, have your budget for the cost, stuff like that. So in reality, these are things that you may face when you are an architect later. And I just, today, I'm going to finish it up very soon, uh, this, uh, this uh, input that I'm giving to you all regarding the architecture concept. And uh, I've gone here and there with it just to emphasize the point that through your drawings, you can show your architecture concept and you have to complete it. So this is why I am pushing you all to go and get your narrative done, you know, all these things, whatever that this, the studio have imposed on you, you know, we have to start the narrative because you will present in PowerPoint. You're not present, presenting in situ and quietly and you just show your drawing. You have to actually talk. So that is a skill that I want to help you to be able to talk better than you have talked before. Because I've been listening and I've been following you guys since the sec uh, first semester. And um, it is, of course, not, not your fault, not, not your fault at all, because you're trying to cope with, with those things that you have to deal with. And that is a narrative and what the hell is narrative and stuff like that. So the commanding of the language or able to understand the keyword. If you're not great in English, you may be talking to yourself in your mind. You may be talking in Mandarin or Hokkien or uh, Malay in your brain to yourself, but you have to speak in English. So the point I'm trying to make is your design is going to work with yourself, but you, when you speak in English, it will be you able to to, to command the, the keywords and be able to narrate without, uh, be able to talk as natural as possible, uh, you know, uh, you know, in Manglish or whatever, you know, but be able to convince the tutor that you, um, you have a narrative, okay? Okay, so 
uh, in that case, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask me at this point? If there's no question, I'll go ahead and stop share. So can, can you uh, show yourselves and we take a screenshot? Uh, Amira, can you please uh, take a picture, uh, take the screenshot for us? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's sent. Okay. Is Archie there? No. Then I take no, the now. All right. Thank you. So um, I hope the um, the input is good. And can you put in the chat box who starts first? I'll give you five minutes break, and the first person start first. We I've already WhatsApp to you. Yeah, thank you for your help. 